Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hugh Douglas Show. Joe, it is the midday show. 215-592-9494. The music? Yes. He knows what he's doing. Welcome back. Kyle, of course, behind the glass. You guys, this one hour from now, we'll talk to Kevin Stocker down in Clearwater about the Phils here, uh, a champ camp check-in with them. Andrew Painter pitched yesterday. Really, expectations is what we're debating today. And the expectation of this team getting back to World Series, do you believe this team is going back to World Series? Is that your expectation? Uh, mine, it's not. I, I think that's very high. You has them back in the World Series. So we'll get back to the phone calls here. But we got another tweet and delete to talk about here. <laughs> it's with our guy AJ and, and Ju- Juju Smith-Schuster. Juju Smith-Schuster. Man, he's becoming uh, a public enemy number Pariah. one. Pariah. So apparently Juju puts up this uh, this kind of weird, bizarre TikTok where he's making fun of the Eagles again for the Super Bowl and the, the Brad- Bradbury holding and all that. So he puts this TikTok up, and it's, it's kind of a dumb video. It's just Juju's a weird dude. But A.J. Brown, who obviously is offended and annoyed by all this, Very Hugh. Much so, as he should be. Yes. Because I mean, that, that, that hits home. Man. It does. But he puts up this uh, screenshot of a message he sent to Juju. And I'll uh, I'll see the best I can clean this up. But he, he basically said I don't play ga- I don't play them kids games. If you want to see me, I'm with it. You better go to Cabo and enjoy your ring and stop bleeping with me. Leave me off all your TikTok bleep stuff. So he, he obviously told him to stop. Uh, but yeah. then, he, then he tweets Cease at him. and desist. Yeah, he tweets him. So he went two platforms here. We did the Instagram thing, and now he tweets at him, and he told him you really need to find somebody else to play with. Don't let that ring get you. Get your get yeah. your get hands put yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, that's a good Don't way of putting it. Don't get you touched, and not in um, a good way. And then bleep, I, I'm I'm not going to speak on it no more. But what do you make us? And then this stuff gets deleted. But AJ Brown, are, are they having fun here? Or is he angry? <laughs> fun. Listen, I'm having what, fun talking about it. What I'm about to tell you, I do not condone. Okay, I want to say that first. I'm pretty sure our bosses are listening, and we've already had a conversation about some of the things that I've said thus far on this radio station in the last two weeks. I do not condone any of this behavior. I do not. And there are ways that you handle things as an adult. But, you know, there's a, there's certain things called escalation protocols. Mm. And at this point, Juju Smith-Schuster, by uh, posting what was said to him in his DM, has escalated this situation to a terminate on site situation. Mm. Now, I'm not condoning A.J. Brown putting his hands on Juju Smith-Schuster. I'm not because I want him here catching touchdowns for us. I don't want him to have no court time. Right. Don't, go, don't get no mug shots. No none of that. The, yeah. None of that. Not fighting on his teammates. But what Juju Smith-Schuster has done has put him in a position where he has no choice but to, to, to meet him with, with, and, and with the intentions of bodily harm. That, that's what this is. 
because Juju Smith-Schuster thinks that this is a game, and, and A.J. basically told him that it's not. So now the ball's in your court. A.J., if you're listening, don't just take a deep breath and, and do what grown people do. Do what people that make the kind of money that you do need to do. Do not just let it go, man. Just let it go. Yeah, I think he needs to stop responding. Just stop, yeah, stop just, paying attention. Just let it go. Just let it go. Yeah, because it, it can only look about it, it can only end it up can only bad get worse. for him. It yeah, can only get worse. I mean, Juju's a clown, and we've known this. I, I feel like no one in the NFL really respects Juju. He doesn't. Nobody does. Nobody does. Because even when I saw it, I got upset. But at the same time, because I've been through that, I, I've I've let my emotions get the better of me, and I and I paid dearly for it. It it you have to get to a point where you can't react to everything that everybody says to you. You know, the weird part for me is this doesn't usually happen in the NFL. Like, they're all competitors. They're like they, it was a great close Super Bowl. Like the Juju kind of rubbing it in is just bizarre because he's that's who he is. He's a clown. Like that's who he is. He benefited tremendously from going to a team that has Super Bowl aspirations. He caught two catches. He got he had two touchdowns during the regular season. I mean, he was a part of that team. He was on the field. Respect due to him. But 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 see, you're gonna run up, you know that what they say that f around and find out. Mm-hmm. He's about to find out because like everybody's not about that taking the high ground. Some people like to get their uniform dirty, and and AJ Brown sounds to me like he's one of those guys. But AJ, if you're listening, it's not worth it. I'm here to tell you, uh, you you'll feel great when you punch him in the face. But at the end of the day, it's going to cause you all kinds of issues, man. So just don't do it. Yeah, walk away from this nonsense. You know, I was thinking this this morning, but of all people that we could have allowed to win a ring. It's him. Juju Smith-Schuster, man, come on. Yeah. He sucks. Yeah. I can't stand him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, like when I saw it and I saw I saw the uh, TikTok or whatever, it's ridiculous. It's awful. It, it's, 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 it's done in bad taste. Yeah. It's not even and, funny. And, and, yeah, it's not. It, it's a waste it's, of two minutes. And, it is a really bad video. And and allow like let him live. Like like the best thing you could do for him is to let him live because this is probably a good chance because he's not he's not, he's a free agent right now, right? Yeah, it's probably Juju. done. Yep, probably done. And I mean I'm I'm not that's not me hating on him or wishing ill for him, but people look at that like coaches look at that and say I don't want that guy on my squad. Yeah, what's that not like? Yeah, why? Like, like seriously, I like so so AJ again, man. Like like take it from a guy that's been there, been through that, did that. And pay dearly for it. Don't just let it go. So yeah. just let it go. You the, the TikTok and, and Twitter stuff wasn't around when you were playing. Oh man, I'd think you would have had some trouble. No, with listen. It? Let me tell you. To this day, and he'll tell you this. Like Ike, Ike, Ike Reese is kind of like my therapist slash my man, my my dog, because it's a lot of times <laughs> that there's certain things that I would want to do or want to say. Like, like man, just let it go. Really, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. He, like Ike could be like, hey man, let it go, let it go. Just. <laughs> it's like your conscience. No, yeah, it yeah. is because he, like he, I can go to zero to sixty in a heartbeat, mm. and I and and I mean it's been documented. I have, I've, I've done that, but at the end of the day, man, it, it costs you so much just for that that one moment of feeling gratif- gratification from punching somebody in the face or 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 you know snatching somebody up. It's not worth it for all the heartache and everything that you have to deal with, man. So it's it's tough because. This is the thing. When you're growing up, it's a, it's a street code where you want to, you know, somebody say something to you and they 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 test your gangster. You got to go and and you got to retaliate. But you you shouldn't cuz it's going to cost you yeah. way more than what you're actually thinking about in that moment. Let it go, AJ. Let it go. 215-592-9494. Let's get back to the phone lines here. Philly's expectations. I do not expect them to be back in the World Series. Uh Hugh does. Let's talk to Seth the media. What's up, Seth? 
Seth. Yo, what's going on, guys? How you doing, Hugh? What's going First on, I'm calling your show, man. Congrats appreciate on this you. Appreciate spot. you. Thank you. And, uh, you know, a word of advice to A.J. Brown. Stop following that dude. You want to have a good time? Follow Hughes boy Hollis Thomas on no, Instagram. Dude, that dude is wild. <laughs> wild. Like, can I just tell y'all something about my boy Hollis? Every day Him. for like the last ten years, Hollis sends me Facebook pictures. Now you can imagine knowing Hollis the way that you know him. Oh, I know him. Like the pictures are like I'm every <laughs> every <laughs> day for for the last ten years. I get a picture from I, Hollis about. <laughs> something <laughs> i share them with all my friends i say I, like dudes don't even watch football i'm like you gotta watch this guy like, no Holl- hollis is the absolute best twitter follower be- and then when you call hollis it's never hey Holl- hey man, hey hollis how you doing it's always something off the wall that he says that i cannot repeat on on the air but yeah, Hollis is different. It's Hollis. almost as if he was like he's a character that someone created but yeah, he's real but he's but a he's, real person he's, yeah, he's, he's unbelievable yeah. I love it. So, uh, all right. So, with the fills, man, and I think this is going to end up being the, the. I got two things on them. I think this is probably going to be the subject you guys are going to hear all day on this topic. Is uh, Cassianos is he's the the linchpin for me. I mean, I they stacked themselves this year in the off season. Uh, management did a good job bringing in some new players. They got some good new pitchers in there. I mean, obviously Trey Turner is a, is a huge upgrade at that spot at, uh, in the field and at the plate. Um, but for me, it's Cassianos, and I was looking over his stats, and uh, he. Um, the first year he, he played in Cincinnati, I know it was a, a COVID year, but um, that was a huge drop-off from his from what he was batting the year before. He was 321 down to like 225, and I know it was a smaller sample size, so you got to take that into consideration. But, um, you know, 309 to 263 isn't that much of a drop-off. He's just got to lay off of that low and outside. I mean, they smoked him for like three months out of the year last year. Mm-hmm. It was ridiculous. Yeah, what, what got uh, and, me, Seth, before you continue, is, is just – you're right. The, the the batting average thing, like maybe he'll fluctuate back to 280. Right? It's not. It's you're right. It's not ridiculous to drop off. The slugging percentage is what was amazing because this guy, you know, he's he's got 25, 30, 35 home run power. And last year, it's like he didn't drive the ball at all. Nothing. Nothing was coming off of his back heel. Like there was there was nothing. It was flat when he hit the ball. There was no power. Uh, and he showed flashes of it. But I'm I'm interested if you guys ask uh, Kevin Stocker later. Like what are, what do the the coaches do to to help fix that? Because I know people talk about the yips and it's how you see it. Maybe moving up in the box a little bit so you're not giving the ball a chance to break that far. But I mean he was chasing stuff that was bouncing a foot out in front of the plate. It was ridiculous. Yeah, he was. And Seth, we appreciate it, man. Um, Hugh, I, I know they're gonna, they moved him right closer to the plate. They were talking about this a couple of days ago when he hit the home run. But the one thing is, and, and this I think this works for any sport, baseball, football, if if teams know you have a tendency, they're gonna keep going after you until you change it. Yeah, and, and that's when that's when uh self scouting comes into play. And I'm pretty sure, you know, hear about baseball players all the time watching old films mm-hmm. and when they were hitting great and everything. Sometimes you just gotta go back to the basics, man. And hopefully Castellanos, that's what he does this year. Just gets back to the basics basics, gets comfortable. And and becomes a factor in that lineup because you're going to need him, especially when you talk about Bryce Harper not being there. You're definitely going to need him. What Seth was talking about was absolutely true. Like, yeah, if if you throw the ball over the plate, can Cassiano still crush it? Sure, he can. But like, pitchers just realize, Kyle, we'll just throw it down and away. I mean, it was just over and over, slider down and away, and he just waves at it. It was automatic. And I think the most frustrating thing to compound that was the fact that he was stuck behind Bryce Harper in the lineup every day in the postseason, and it was just it was futile. It was awful. Well, I mean, the other team was like, all right, we'll just walk Bryce yeah, Harper. Yeah, walk Bryce Harper, and now you have Castellanos up there. He's pretty much an automatic out if you're just throwing those sliders low and away. Yeah, he he is the key to this thing because I, I think if, if he 
I mean, look, if he bounced back, it's like he does two years ago. They're going to be in really good shape. Even if he just hits like he should, uh, they'll be in, in better shape. 215-592-9494. Let's grab Patrick, who's up here on WIP. Hey, Patrick. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. How you doing? What's up, Patrick? All right. Joe, I, I'm so glad I called because I finally agree with you. There we go. It, it was a matter of time here, Patrick. Joe! That's what it is. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, like you said, it, it's a gauntlet, right? I think the Phillies are going to be improved, no doubt about it. They got to get through the the Harper time, and uh, you know we're missing them for three months. I think. Am I the only one who remembers Harper coming back from the injury in September was really not good. Well, Patrick, it's interesting you bring that up. We were, we were discussing before the show, like, how long he'll be out, and then, you know, we were how saying— How long it'll take him to ramp up. Yeah, like, you know, maybe he'll come back earlier than we think, but then we were also, you know, kind of saying, like, he came back last year. I think he only he only did, like, three rehab games. Like, he missed two months, and then he was at—I uh, think he was in Allentown for, like, three days, Hugh, and he was like, I'm ready. And then, Patrick, you're right. He came back, and that whole month of September, he didn't look ready. Yeah, so— a great player, but, you know, we, we may be talking four months out, and I think people are bringing up great point with Nick. He, he, he has to step up and plug some of that hole. You don't plug Bryce Harper hole, but some of it. I think the other thing when you look at the playoffs in the baseball, especially it's a crapshoot, right? You don't even know, is it better to have a bye or not to have a bye? Uh, the, the Phillies, if they didn't score six runs, on zero hard-hit balls in that first game, we're not talking about any of this, probably. Yeah, Patrick, it, it, I, you, it's funny you say that, because I, I remember being here. I was I was here because I, I, uh, Mar- John Marks and I did an extended post-game that day, the first mm-hmm. game of the playoffs, you. And the Phillies were losing. It was 2 nothing heading to the ninth inning. Like, I, I was, we were all ready to go on and be like, yeah, they're one loss away from being out. And then all of a sudden, that inning happened, Patrick, and it was like, it, it changed everything. It really did, and then... The other, the big guys started to click in in the next series, and then it just snowballed. And it was great and wonderful. But it, it's just with baseball, you could win 107 games and you're out quickly. Well, it, like the Dodgers, really, really right? The Dodgers yeah. won 112 and they were out in that first round. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, you Dodgers, talk about the, uh, and you talk about the Phillies. I mean, excuse me, the Braves mm-hmm. and the way that they caught the Mets and <laughs> both in a way at home early. It, it is amazing, Patrick. Who's your guest here? Who's the teammate you was thinking of? I'm going to go with uh, Bobby Taylor. Ding, 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 ding. We got it, Patrick. Hey. 100%, man. Hit it. Thank you, Google. Thank you, Google. <laughs> I, I knew that was going to happen. That, that's, hey, we, smart man, Yeah, though. Patrick, we appreciate it, man. So, we'll, we'll Patrick uh, wins the tickets to the Joe Conklin Show. And you can go see Joe here. Joe Conklin, the City Rhythm Orchestra's new show, a tribute to Philadelphia sports fans at the Excite Center at Parks Casino Friday, April 14th. Get tickets. JoeConklin.com, JoeConklin.com. But the the thing that's interesting about your clue there, there's a lot of football players from Texas. Indy Kalu is yeah. from Texas. Alan Rossum was a teammate of mine. He's from Texas. So, at, like, at first I thought it was too broad. But, I yeah, you know, Google it. You just figured out who it is. Yeah. You probably Googled all the Eagles that, that were from Texas. <laughs> probably. And just, pick, just pick one. I, I'm excited as we, we play more Hughes clues as, as time goes along. Let's talk to um, who we got here. We got Self. Self's in Northway. What's up, Self? Lock and key. What's going on, What's brother? up, Self? What's hey, going Self. on, man? What's going on, man? Listen, all right, I just got two points, man. First point is the, the Philly, I'm going I, – I, listen, I'm saving my dance moves for later in the, in the dance. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know what it is, but Philly teams will get you high. As soon as you on cloud nine, they blow you high and you're falling out the sky. 
So I'm saving my dance until, you know, the, the, the jig is up like the fat lady sing. I can't get all hyped up to be let down again. I ain't doing it. I hope they get there. I love what they doing. Team look great. But yeah, we seeing that with the Eagles. I'm saving my dance moves. Um, but what I really want to talk about is what I want to say what everybody won't say, man. Let's get rid of MB. <laughs> no, so wait a minute, self. So, stop. Stop, stop it. Stop it. No, man, no, no. Listen, we saw this with Allen Iverson. Wait a minute. We saw this with Allen Iverson, man. He can score points, but he's not a team wait, player. Wait, wait when a you minute. look at that team last night, I knew this was, was coming. Balling. I knew, I knew it was coming too. Let me, self. Can I just be honest with you? When, I always wanted to get rid of him. No, when the game started and he was a scratch, I was like, oh heck, because I'm thinking, I'm like, they might lose this game, but I'm like, wait a minute, what if they win? So as the game progressed and it was it was almost wire to wire, I was like, oh man, they about to talk about getting rid of Joel Embiid. You need I him. You're gonna need him. In the, you're gonna need, need him in the in the we playoffs, don't man. Need him, man. You're gonna we need don't that. need him. I'm gonna tell you why we don't need him, you. This dude is an Allen Iverson. And Tyrese Maxey had 27. <laughs> he can score, but he's not making his team better. That team gelled. Yeah, is this not the first time they won or beat a good uh, I, Not a good team, but a, a RE team uh, with Miami him. garbage, though. I mean, they should have beat that, Miami the other night, right. though. Well, they, they, they wait, lost, but they, they, they beat lost. Miami without Embiid. They lost to Miami with yeah, Embiid. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. that's what happened. I mean, I saw the same My thing point. you saw, Joe. You ain't had to point that out. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 do, do y'all see what I'm saying? That team looks like they having fun, like they on the playground when he's not on the court. Yeah, and but self, but self, the over the course of a full season, yeah, you, you can't replicate that. that. Yeah, what what you, he does every night? No, that's why you go get someone else that's going to mix and gel with the team. See, that's our problem. We hold on to problems too long. Listen, I, 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 I'm myself. I'll put it this way: if if you tell Eagles. me, if you tell me, you're getting back a another a star, like a, a, a star. I would listen to it. I, I'm not married to like Joel and B can never we can never have this conversation. But like stars are few and far between. They are. The it's it's league, like man. it's self. It's 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 a Howard brought this up to me like two years ago. He wanted to do this two years ago, and I said, "All right, I'll listen." Who are we getting back? See, that's the problem. See, see, th- this is the problem with the NBA, in my opinion. There are not enough stars to go around. They're not not true stars. Not right. not yes, yeah, like guys that that can change the, the the landscape of your basketball club. And when you have that guy, man, you deal with all of the stuff that comes along with that. Doing the same thing in Atlanta with, with Trey. Right. Trey Young is, is, is a star. They don't know what to do with him. They went out and got DeJounta Murray. They don't know how to make these two players play together. Mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving is down there with uh, Luka. They, I mean, I know he's been there that long, but, but they're, they're trying winning. to figure it out. They're, not, they're trying to figure it out. Man, it is the one league where, you know, you got to have that guy. You got to have that guy. And, and the team concept – and the NBA, unfortunately, is few and far between. I mean, let's just call it what it is. It's just few and Hill, far between. Hill, I hear you. I'm not disagreeing with anything you're saying right now. But? But get rid of MB. <laughs> there it is. Self, we, <laughs> self, we appreciate it. But the one thing I will say off of last night is it's pretty clear that Joel Embiid is out of the MVP race. He's just not going to win it. So, yeah. so, I mean, last night sticks out. I mean, it's not just one game. But also I saw the note Kyle Newbeck had this. Um so if he plays the rest of the season, which he's not going to. I mean, he's going to take a game off here or there or whatever with his foot. If he plays the rest of the season, the most games he could play now is 69. No player has won the MVP with less than 70 in a full season since Bill Walton. Like, he's not winning the MVP. Yeah. We just got to stop saying it. Uh, there's another thing that, that happened last night where it, it – listen, and, and I'm going to say this. 
because I understand it, but at the same time, it's still not a good look. I understand when you're hurt, you're hurt. You you are. But coming off of the game that you had a couple nights before and saying some of the things that you said as a leader about getting better and, and all this other stuff, and then coming back the next night, the following night, and not playing because your foot hurts and playing an all-star game. Listen, I know that's a lot for a lot of people to digest, but when you're a leader, that's what leaders do. You got you to gotta play, man. You have to play. And I understand load management and all this other stuff, but when you, when you start throwing words around like, I got to do a better job and, you know, this, that, and the third, and people are looking at that, that's just not a good look for you when you don't play. No, and look, it, it would be better to me if there was actually a plan. Like, okay, he can't play back-to-backs or he needs a couple. But, like, it seems like today I'm good, today I'm not good. Like, yeah. what, what, like what are we doing here with this sore foot that's been sore for two months? Well, to the MVP thing, it's Jokic who's the favorite by a pretty large margin, right? Mm-hmm. So if he wins it again for the third time, he's going to be the fourth player in NBA history to win three straight MVPs. First since Bird. I mean, so at a certain point, when do you put your foot down? Because we can't have Nikola Jokic beat... In the same breath as, was it Wilt, Bill Russell, and and Larry Bird? Yeah. And you're just going to throw Nikola Jokic in there? I mean, when, when's the voter fatigue set in? I don't, you just give this to Embiid. I don't know. Well, I mean, he's got he's to play more if he wants to win it. I, it is amazing. LeBron never did it, and neither did Jordan. And Nikola Jokic is going to win three straight. It's outrageous. It's Y'all like, just can't stand Nikola Jokic. No, I mean, he's a great player. It's just But you, you I can't you, stand him. You look at him, and you think, that's a three-time MVP? Oh, oh, so that he doesn't look like the part. He doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. Remember big country Bryant Reeves? He yeah, looks like yeah, him. He's okay. like the evolutionary <laughs> Bryant, Bryant Reeves. Casey in East Falls. What's up, Casey? Hey, how you doing, buddy? Love your show. And listen, uh, you guys have great chemistry. I can sit all day and tell them how great you two are together. But uh, Hugh, I just want you to know that uh, – you're working with a brilliant genius, one of the great sports talk hosts in, the, in not only America, but the world. And just appreciate every single minute you're on with Joe Giulio, Tucker, and his team. Him and Tucker, they, they had the greatest talk show in America from 6 to 10 America. And, in and America. And thinks that's not true, I want to hear their tapes. I want them to send the tapes because we're going to beat them. I swear to God, him and Tucker were the best. And him and Howard Eston had the absolute best talk radio Weekly show, Dope. riding with the king. I swear to God that ever was broadcast on Casey, radio. In Casey, Casey, the, the check, the the, the so monthly check true. is that's in the mail. So you, it's it's coming. Casey, what are you thinking here? I appreciate you, okay, buddy. What, what do you think Andrew on the Painter, Phillies? I did I did a deep dive into Andrew Painter after our last conversation when I was going to trade the top prospects in the you know and uh, Hopkins for Trout, and then I saw Andrew Painter, 155 strikeouts, 25 walks last year. This man is the greatest. Pitcher prospect on the planet Earth, and all the baseball writers gave him the award as best minor league pitcher in baseball last year. At 19, he had 14, four major league pitches at 19. Now he's got five. He's got the cutter. There's guys in the major leagues that had, don't have four, five major league pitches. This kid's 19, doesn't turn 20 till April, and he's the best pitching prospect in the world. Everyone go watch The Natural with Robert Redford because you're looking at him. This is the greatest pitcher that ever lived. We're looking at him now. Ever. I want to do a documentary film with you, Joe. It's called Chasing Rembrandt. Let's follow Andrew Painter's every appearance. He, I, I'm sorry he to say he's not going to go to the this. minors because I wanted to go and watch all his like Allentown stuff, yeah. but they're not going to put him in the minors. I wouldn't let him out of my sight. If I were the Phillies, I wouldn't let him out of my sight. This kid's going to stay in the majors. He's going to be the five-starter. Let's build up his innings. Like four, five. 
going to give you six major league innings by, by, by June. He's going to give you five or six innings on that fifth star. Casey, I love it. Here's what we're going to do, Casey. We're going to waste a bullet down in Allentown. Oh. Forget about it. Come on. If I was a pitching coach, I don't let him out of my sight, Jill. Casey, here's what we're going to do. Casey, I love all the ideas. Here's what we're Casey, we appreciate your phone call. a lot. It's a lot of ideas. Casey, if you cre- if you do the documentary on what's it Rembrandt chasing chasing Painter, Rembrandt chasing Rembrandt, if you do it, I'll appear in the documentary. We're in. I'm not sure the Phillies are going to let us do this, but but you 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 start it up. I'll, I'll be at two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Do you expect the Phillies to make it back to the World Series? Yes or no? I I do not. I think it's going to be a great year. Really good team. That's a high expectation. I know you believe. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. That's how you hop in your Phillies expectations calls and. We got to toss in a name here for the Eagles as someone at a position of need was let go. We'll tell you who it is and talk to Kevin Stocker coming up at noon. 215. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Yeah, Kenny's an impressive young player. Uh, when you watch him and you watch his skill set, he's got um, a really good vision. Um, he, he's got the ability to get small and get skinny, and um, he can catch the ball. He can protect. 
Um, he's a good player. You know, we've also seen in this league that you need more than one. It's it's hard to roll with just one running back in this league. So um, I think we're we're happy with Kenny. Know also that um, he hasn't hit his ceiling yet. And obviously he had, he had a good playoff run. But, you know, it's a position that we're going to continue to add at. We don't have a lot of guys under contract right now. So um, we'll continue to look at players at that position and a lot of positions. Welcome back. WIP Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio, 215-592-949. For the voice there, of course, Hugh, of Howie Roseman talking about Kenny Gainwell, his chances to kind of ascend here on the depth chart with Miles Sanders heading to free agency. What would you make of that? I mean, it's he, he's talking about Kenny as if they think there's another level to Kenny Gainwell, which I think there is, but you know, there are not many actual lead backs in the NFL these days. No, nah, he's probably going to be a running back by committee, mm-hmm. but he will be the lead, the lead dog in this, and they'll probably bring in somebody else to kind of be – what 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 uh the the giant killer be what he was Boston Scott yeah Boston Scott what what he was to Miles Sanders they're probably gonna bring him in to be what he was to that so that's what they're gonna do. Let me throw a name at you and throw a name at everyone because I I think it's interesting. This guy got cut here, got released by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Hugh, what do you think about Leonard Fournette as part of a committee? So he just had his age twenty seven seasons. He'll be twenty eight next year. Um, three years at Tampa Bay obviously helped them win a championship a few years ago. Jacksonville for the first three years. I would take a chance on Leonard Fournette as part of as part of a group. You know, who he reminds me of he reminds me of Legarrette Blunt. I could see him bouncing around now the next what about two, three years, four years of his career and helping a team. And Blunt here in 2017 was that was a really, really good, good signing. Yeah, I, I'm I'm okay with that. Bigger back, mm-hmm. physical back in this in this division, playing with with uh, Jalen Hurts, spelling him a little bit, taking some of that pressure off him. Yeah, I would I would like Leonard Fournette here. Yeah, and and look, last year he did decline a little bit in his stats. He only had three point five yards to carry. But I don't get I don't get too caught up in that for one yeah, year for a running it, back. Yeah, and, and plus their offensive line got hurt early in the season for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So that's probably one of the reasons why his production declined the way that it did. But yeah, I, I would like him here. You know, I mean, he doesn't have to be the the workhorse Mm-mm. that he once was. Be a back by committee. You know, maybe you go out and you maybe you still get a back. Maybe with one of those later picks, if you decide to keep those picks. And see how it works out. He's not gonna. I don't think he's gonna command a whole lot of money when you talk about the the uh, prices that running backs are getting nowadays. So yeah, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Yeah, and look, last year he had almost twelve carries per game. The year before that, thirteen. Like here, it could be six, could be seven. They don't have to have a, a major workload for a guy like like Eric Blunt. And in the right, you talk about taking the, the workload off of Jalen. You, I mean, at some point they got to think about the long term with Jalen Hurts, especially as they pay him and how much they're going to use him on short yardage, the red zone. Like, you don't want him getting banged up. I mean, Legarrette Blunt has been a touchdown machine in his career. He has 34 career touchdowns. He's had, you know, years of eight, six, nine. Like, that's that's a guy to me. You give the ball in the red zone and you just say, get in the end zone. Yeah, that's what you want. You want you want that, and you know that to keep people from having you know them do the bastardized tush push and get all up in their feelings and everything if you get a big back like Leonard Fournette back. Peter King would be happy about it. It's a bastardization of the rules. He would definitely be happy about that. Yeah, I'm in. I like this idea. Maybe um, get Fournette here to pair in this backfield. And they could also draft a guy, right? They could have Gainwell, they could have Fournette, and use a pick somewhere in the... That's what I was saying. Like like they got six picks... In the draft, if they keep yep. all six, maybe yep. get with it with that last pick or something like that. Yeah, and they'll move around. Like I don't expect them to use a first or second round pick on a running back, but you know, third, fourth, fifth round, if they if they have picks in that area, acquire some, they can go after it back there. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. We'll throw that in the idea of Leonard Fournette. I, I think it's a good move for the Eagles to explore. He got cut by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and your expectations here for the Phillies for twenty twenty three. Let's give you a little update on the poll question at WIP Midday Show. Do you expect the Phillies to go back to the World Series in twenty twenty three? How about this on, on the poll? Kyle put up here. 
55% at yes. That is a major expectation. Woo. I wonder if you would have put it out there at this exact time last season. Wow. <laughs> to, yeah. Or just to go to the World Series. Yeah, it would have been, like, been 90 like 90 no. Yeah, no way. And But they get there, and now he's people hit, are all in. He said 90 no. Well, I mean, they <laughs> he's were right. they, 500 the year before, and, and they they weren't winners. I, they, we, we didn't think they could win, and I'm they like figured the, out. I'm, no, I'm like the optimism no. that people are having right now. There is a lot. No, you're right about that. And you have it, too. 215-592-9494. Back to the phone lines here. Brian's in Wilmington. What's up, Brian? Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing today? Good morning. Good morning, good morning Brian. I want to welcome you back to Philly, Hugh. Thank you very much, sir. I'll always remember, it's do or die. <laughs> do or die. Do or die, <laughs> baby. Do or die. I remember and, that. And don't forget, Res Veritrol. Res Veritrol. You talk, uh, you're talking about the... Uh, the the vitamin the vitamin endorsement I did like way yes. back in the day yes. on the radio station. Yeah. Do, do we still have the audio of that? We got to find that if it's somewhere. Emma nominee. Emma nominee. That's what you're doing today, Kyle. <laughs> what are you thinking here, Brian? All right, I definitely think the Phillies got a great chance of going back. I just got a question about: Is this finally the year? I mean, it's his last chance, obviously. But are we going to get anything out of Scott Kingery this year? No, I mean, my, I mean, my, my first thing, flat out, no. uh, my first guess, Brian, is the guy just can't play. But you, he is. I mean, they do have a spot on this bench, right? Like they could use versatility. Like they could use someone that could play infield, outfield. Like there is a chance if he could somehow, right. you know, hit a little bit that at, at some point. Playing him all over the place, and he never had a set position. Yeah, I, I disagree on that, though. I, I just I think he never had a plan at the plate. He just was a bad hitter. In fact, if you go back, his best year ever he had was 2019. That was the year he played everywhere. So I I think sometimes we think we it's almost like we want that to be the case because he was supposed to be good. I just I just think he stinks. He can't hit. Right. Yeah. I, it, 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 look, it'd be, if they could somehow get something out of Brian, appreciate it. I mean, you they signed him. You know, the Braves signed all those young guys. To mm-hmm. those, they signed Scott Kingery. And brought him up to the major leagues to start the 2018 season. He never could play. Like he never could play at all. You know what the funny thing about it is, like we were talking about the other day, Joe, how you bring these young players up because there's a need at certain positions, mm-hmm. and you've got to find out whether or not they can play right away. And sometimes it works out for you. Sometimes it doesn't. Hopefully, when you talk about young guys, like the, your friend was waxing point about Andrew Painter. Yep. Hopefully, he's that guy that you look at that's going to be that next great prospect. Yeah, it's funny because we talked about the Castellanos thing, got to lay off the slider. I mean, that, that was the one thing. He, just Kingry had no idea what he was doing at the plate. I mean, sometimes, sometimes guys are able to hit minor league pitching, but then they get to the majors, they don't have a plan. It's a whole different animal. And they're stuck. A whole different animal. Yeah, and, and then Kingry got hurt, and then it's just it, it's gone bad for him. But they gave him – man, that guy made a lot of money to be a minor leaguer. They gave him a lot. They gave him like $24 million before he even stepped foot in the major leagues. It's a lot of bread. It, to do, and he's, it's a lot of bread not to be, not to be a player I, to at be this a level. minor leaguer, it's incredible. Let's go to Mark. Who's up on WIP? Hey, Mark. Mark. What's up, party people? How y'all doing today? How you doing today, man? Hey, Mark. I, I love the Leonard Fournette idea. He definitely could be our LeGarrette Blunt. No, heart, no uh, harm in bringing him in. Um, I was really impressed by Gainwell. I just, you know, maybe he can be the lead back. But if we got committee going on, I, I'd definitely like to bring Boston Scott back, too. So, And then you saw the ability to draft. So let me bring a couple names up on linebacker for you because I think we're going to need that. I'm not sure if N'Kobe Dean's ready to fill in, but Bobby Wagner could be had. He wants to win a Super Bowl. We talked about that yesterday. 32, though, man. 
32. I, I I know. And then here's another name. I saw that I saw that since Tampa's rebuilding, they might put Devin White on the block. That is a guy I would trade a second or a first round pick for. He's still super young and under, you know, I would try to get him. Um, as far as the Phillies go, I think they got a great chance to get back and and Joe Giglio, listen to this bold prediction. I'm listening. Uh, Castellanos 40 bombs. That's a hell of a uh, pickup. That is, you, you said bold, Mark, and you came with bold. That is a, a big number. Hey, last week I heard you guys talk about the Savannah Bananas, so I had to call in. I'm the PA announcer and DJ for them, heading up to the ballpark right now. we got a game tonight. Are you serious? And, wow. Yes, I heard you guys talk about it. A buddy of mine in Philly said, uh, I'm in Georgia, obviously. They, they told me you guys were talking about it. I went back and listened. Yeah, we're going to be in Trenton uh, for our world tour. I hope you guys can come up to the game. I, if you I get us tickets. Because, I man, listen, you, I, I was trying to get them when I was in Georgia. They're, they are a hard ticket to get. So we've got a 500,000-person wait list, which is more than the Green Bay Packers. It's absolutely insane. We're, we started our world tour in West Palm Beach at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches, which is where the Nationals and Astros do spring training. Sold that place out two nights, 8,500 apiece. Went to Daytona, sold that place out. That's a, a minor league park for the Mets, uh, 4500 a night. We got uh, Savannah tonight. Then we got Jacksonville. Duval for two nights Duval. Saturday and Sunday. That's going to be sold out, too. <laughs> Mark, you guys, are like the, you guys are like the new Harlem Listen, Globetrotters, like what, you, what that is, was back in the day. It is a show. <laughs> it is. It really is. Um, the, the difference is that the games are predetermined. We are, our generals are called the party animals, and they kicked our ass so far, like, They've won. They've won five out of seven games we played this this tour so far. Good squad. Former major leaguers played. Uh, Johnny Damon played for us in uh, Daytona last weekend. It was unbelievable. Like all these major league guys are reaching out. They want to be a part of it. I really hope. Hugh, I, I actually tweeted you. I'll get you tickets for the Trenton game. Just follow me back, and I got you covered, man. Absolutely. Man, I tell you that that was one ticket that when I was in Georgia, I was trying to get. They're hard to get, man. It is hard to get a ticket to the Savannah Bananas. I mean, game. he was saying it, Mark. We appreciate it, but we appreciate the phone call. Five hundred thousand waiting lists because it's it's a party. It's it's one of it's one of the absolute wildest things that you would ever see them do. They they're doing little dances and stuff. They have some dude come out on stilts throwing pitches. They have like fire breather dudes or whatever. <laughs> it's like it's, it's crazy, well, man. You're a part it's, of the game in the crowd, aren't you? Yeah, yeah you, you can, are. You can you make are. outs. Yeah. So I, look, if the pitch clock thing doesn't bring people back to baseball, I wonder if Rob Manfred's next step is to look towards the Savannah Bananas. Man, listen, they they are making money with the, the merch that they sell and everything. It's just a wild time. It man. is it's a great wild. name, too, the Savannah so, Bananas. Yes. It's just, it just flows. It, it's great. Let's talk to Jacob here who wants to chime in on Juju A.J. Brown nonsense. What's up, Jacob? Hey, how you guys doing? What's going on? So, real quick before we get into the Bozo in Kansas City, um, I do like the idea of Leonard Fournette. I would maybe prefer Dante Foreman if they're going to go the free agent route. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a really good year in Carolina. But on Juju, um, I, you all remember when he was in, uh, when he was in uh, Pittsburgh and they were playing Cincinnati in that playoff game, and this same kind of thing started to happen where it bubbled over before the game. And then Von Von Bell knocked his block off mm-hmm. and made him fumble. I think like late in that game when they were getting blown out, he was the players on the sideline were talking to him. They're down like thirty points, and he does a TikTok dance as he's lining up like b- before a play. There's always been something like a little loose with this guy. I don't know. It, I watched that TikTok y'all were talking about. It's it, it's just strange. Like. 
he's rubbing it in like we went like James Bradbury went down and held him and was talking trash the whole time like oh I don't need to hold that bomb he said no I held him and we, we lost by like three points I really don't understand what it is that's wrong with this guy yeah and it, it, this doesn't usually happen at the NFL level like this kind of rubbing it in after a Super Bowl it's just bizarre and and I don't know if it was because A B was there but there's something it, it went. Juju, Claypool, and then Pickens is a little, he's a little weird too. I don't know what it is with them and wide receivers over there. <laughs> Most of them could play, but they're kind of strange guys. Yeah. George Pickens absolutely. beast, though. George Pickens was out there physically assaulting DB. One hand catches <laughs> yeah. all over the place. Yeah, I need um I need AJ. I need somebody on the defense to do that to Juju if we if he's still in KC when we play him next year. I need somebody to put some hands on him. You know, you know, I didn't even think about that. So, Jacob, we appreciate it. The Eagles do play the Chiefs next year. We'll see if Juju's back on the team. But if he is, that's going to be a little, uh, well, a little within thing. The realm, within the realm. Yeah, man. yeah. But I just mean, it'll, like it'll be said, a story. See, see, I, I know what Juju's problem is. He He's suffering from he doesn't believe anybody will put hands on him. Like, but he can't. He, he, he going to catch the right one one day. But it doesn't need to be AJ. Why well, can't, like, yeah. It doesn't need, it doesn't need to be AJ. I, I, I don't think we need to. Just leave this to only Steelers wide receivers. There's something about wide receivers in general. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they're diff- they're a different breed, man. They're they are a different breed, and they 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 march to the beat of their own drum. And it's it's one of those things where you, you sometimes you get some good ones, but sometimes you get some that are just really really over. Well, you know who's not like that at all? Who is that? Our buddy Devontae Smith. Devontae, Devontae might have – he got a little deep You in think him. he's got it in him? Yeah, but he's a, little, he's a little slight of build. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he well, – yeah. you know – but, you know, when you catch those guys – like Marvin Harrison. Like Marvin Harrison was a guy that, you know, he was hard-nosed, slight of build, didn't say a whole lot. What? Those are the cats you need to stay away from. The, well, there's some similarities to their game, too. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, Marvin – you know, I, we ain't got to talk about – Marvin from around these parts. Yeah, yeah. Marvin bought that action. Well, there's so, yeah, there's stories out there. Yeah, there's, Marvin, Marvin about, about that Marvin. action, man. I, so you know, I wonder when this started with wide receivers because when I, I don't remember this when I was really young. Was it T? The TO start this? Like when did the wide receiver become? Just, they've always been divas, but I think I well, think I guess the just, passing game start, yeah, they became started. They coming, became bigger stars. Yeah, they became bigger. Stars. I mean, I wasn't around for Jerry Rice, but he wasn't. Was he? He wasn't like that. Not like Rice this. Is a little bit of a diva. A little bit, but this is this, and I guess too with all this, you know, TikTok and online stuff, yeah, we, we get to same. see it all the time, right? Like, like they're always. But con- see, this is the problem with Juju, in my humble opinion, is his game and his mouth are in two different strategies. <laughs> That's true. Like, like seriously, all all jokes aside, his game and his mouth do not match up with each other, and he's not that guy. Like he's like, say for instance, if To or AJ Brown was doing something like that, I'd be like, oh, AJ out there tripping, yeah. you know, whatever. But they're stars. But could, <laughs> exactly, it's Juju Smith Schuster. Well, well, that's where the Super Bowl ring comes in. Yeah, though. I mean, he's a, he like listen, bow down, all respect due to him because he won the Super Bowl and all that other stuff. Because that that's a hard thing to do. It's a hard accomplishment. God bless you. But dude, like like AJ Brown said, don't don't think. That that don't don't think that Super Bowl ring was gonna save you from an ass whooping. Yeah, it, it could definitely get you could still get touched. Yeah, and look, he earned it. He got a ring and obviously helped that team. He got it because he went to play with the best quarterback in the league. Like we we could be real about his his contributions to that football team. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Get you aboard. Phillies expectations. Look, this is gonna be a good team. I believe the Phillies are gonna be a playoff team. It could touch over ninety wins for the first time in a long time. But I don't expect the World Series. Do you? Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. Let's talk to Tyrone in Middletown. Hey, Tyrone. Tyrone. Hey, how's it going, guys? Great. How you doing? Show. What's thank up, you, Tyrone? Thank you. Thank you. 
Oh man, uh, yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, I'm listening about. Uh, you got a lot going on here, but I wanted to first of all speak speak about the Phillies. Uh, I watched the game over the weekend. Very optimistic about just a uh, Trey Turner addition and a lot of the pitching and and also a lot of the young guys that they have that are the, that are being developed uh, with Hall and um, they have uh, so many players. I can't even think of their, all of their names, but. What's intriguing, they also have with Painter, and they, they seem like they're building a basketball team. They have a 6'8", uh, it looked like a, a first baseman. You're talking about number 53. I uh, can't think of his last name. De La Cruz? De La Cruz. Thank you. Thank you, yeah. Kyle. Yeah, and he hit a home a homer. I think it was over the left field fence. And uh, he, he like what, 6'7", 6'8"? He's tall, he's, yeah. yeah. He's Huge. a tall dude. Yeah, um, so I, I just – well, well, well – Particularly with you, you seem like you uh, you really up on baseball with the with the Phillies. Look energy. who look who look who I'm sitting with. I ain't got no choice. Now listen, when they when they when they said you want to work with Hugh Douglas, I said, well, no. he, can we talk baseball? He no, said, they listen. said, yeah. Joe, when they came in, they said, you know, Joe, like you know how when somebody's preemptive striking everything, yeah, you know, you know, Joe talks a lot of baseball. Damn, I got to start watching baseball. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you. But but both of you guys are so knowledgeable. I just wanted to hear. Um, I, don't know about I also that. think that the Phillies is going to be very competitive, but the intrigue is what's going to make the season that much more enjoyable. But but I think that with Dave Dombrowski bringing in the new the new talent and the new uh, pitching and and different developments with the with the minor league system, I I think the Phillies. I I don't know. I'm I'm just cautiously optimistic. I'm not going to more or less. I'm just hoping for the best, and I I think that it's going to be an exciting year, and I'm gonna probably. Uh, See it more than half a dozen games live, so it's well, it's all, I mean, you're honestly, not the only that's one. You, yeah. That's all you can hope for, though, yeah. man. I mean, you know, when you when you look, I look at it like this, and I understand that that there has been a lot of heartbreak in this city, and I get that, I totally understand that. But when you look at like what this city, the run that this city has been on in a year, like I'm talking about from the 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 uh, who is it the uh, the uh, Soccer team? The Union. Yep, yep. The Philadelphia Union. The stars first, almost, man. <laughs> I almost, almost screwed that up. The Union. <laughs> I don't know, we count the stars. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they set it all in motion. They lost the first championship. Okay, that's fine. We can do that. But the, the, the run that this city has been on has been phenomenal. There's a lot of cities that would give up a lot mm-hmm. to just be in the conversation of, of winning an MLS Cup, uh, going to a World Series, and potentially winning a Super Bowl. Yep. And then having the optimism of having a team that could potentially go back with your your Phillies and your football team. Come on, man. You I know, mean, that's a great feeling. People say that, like, yeah, you know, I'd kill to be in that position. Until you actually go through it, man. Like, losing the World Series and the Super Bowl in the same. It hurts. Know, that was tough, man. But, it's, it, that was, but, that's but an think about the, the emotional ride that went we are, you, you can still find poles in the city right now that got grease on them. Well, you're not How wrong. long does this stay on? How long does this <laughs> stay know. on? I don't know. <laughs> I just threw that out the there. Rain There's no telling. <laughs> Pretty sure it's washed But, but that month of Phillies baseball, the run you know, leading up to when they finally lost, was probably the most fun I've had watching sports in a very long time. I, I got to yeah. tell you, coming back coming back to the city, being here, and and, and seeing that, and, and just being – it was almost like I was on another planet, and then I just came back to Earth, and I was like, oh, my God, these people are crazy. Good <laughs> like, morning, <for> Atlanta. <laughs> it was like, these people are crazy. I mean, it was just great to be a part of all of that, man. It really, really was. It was the loudest stadium I've ever been in for any sporting event. It was it was amazing, the atmosphere. And, and really the cool part and why I think the expectations are so high here, you, for this year is – 
they're all back. Like, you know, we know we know with the Eagles, and we talked about how we you know, they talk about the free agents, right? They're gonna lose a lot of guys. It's it's the nature of the NFL. The Phillies really didn't lose much. I mean, Zach Eflin left, and I, I liked Eflin, but yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like it's a major piece of this thing, and they replaced him anyway with uh Taiwan Walker, but they they really didn't lose anybody. Like the core of the team that went to the World Series, they're all back and they added Trey And Turner. they added the best player in free agency. To me, that as a player, if I was already here and to add that guy, that shows me how serious you are about winning a World Series, and that makes me feel like I have to do a little bit more. Not saying that you were slacking or anything, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Just work a little bit harder to be a, a little bit better than you were the year before. Yeah, and, and they went out and did it right away. And the, the weird thing about baseball is, though, I mean, you could look back to the Phillies' run in you know, 2008 to 2011 or whatever. The mm-hmm. worst team of that bunch was the one that won the World Series. So you can get that, but you know, you still might not get out first. I mean, it's it's nothing, nothing's guaranteed, man. I mean, that's a fact. But when you're making moves to get people excited and get the players excited about potentially getting there, that, that makes it easier. That makes It's not that much of a grind. Right. You yeah, know what I mean? Because you're talking about 162 games. That flies by. Yeah, it's not the slog that it has yeah. been for the last decade. Yeah, and the, and the magic they had in October, we won't know until we get to October again, can they replicate that? Like, it, the regular season is its own thing, but that, that was it was magic last October. 215-592-9494. That is the hop aboard. Do you expect the Phillies to make it back to the World Series of 2023? Great discussion. I want your take on it. I do not. I, I, it's, it's not because I don't think this is a good baseball team. I think they're going to win 90 or more games here this coming season. It's a better team than they had last year, but it's hard, man. It is hard to do it again, and not having Bryce Harper in the first half makes things more complicated. You, you believe they're going back. I believe it. I believe. I, I love it. I love, the, I love that we've raised the expectations so, so high. we got a lot to do on the show. 215-592-9494. We'll do a champ camp check-in. Kevin Stocker's going to join us on the other side. We'll get to all your phone calls as well, but Kevin Stocker's going to join us. Kevin, of course, now who was with the Phillies broadcast team last year. Actually, a couple years ago he did it, and then he wasn't here, and then he came back, and now he's going to have a bigger role this year next to Scott Fransky. So we'll talk to Kevin about his new role, about how many games he'll be doing this year, and his thoughts on Andrew Painter, on Nick, uh, Nick Castellanos, and the 2023 Phillies. 215-592-9494 to hop aboard. Next, we'll talk to Kevin Stocker and all your phone calls on Sports Radio 94 WIP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.